0: Welcome to this week's edition of the Pete Mazzetti Show. I'm Pete Mazzetti. My guest this evening is Pastor Carol from Holy Advent Church in Clinton. Pastor, welcome. How are you, my friend? I'm wealthy. How good are you? Good to see you. I'm good. I'm good. What's new? What's new? Let's see. Well, we're, we're moving
1: into probably uh, one of the two of the biggest times of the Christian year. So from my perspective, I'm pretty busy right now. Absolutely. I'm sure that uh, everybody else is for
0: other reasons as well. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. So, Carol, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you became pastor of Holy Advent Church. Okay. so. Um,
1: I am now in my 39th year of ordained ministry. Uh, Most recently had served uh, a church in Westchester County, just outside New York City. I retired almost two years ago this coming February, Mm -hmm. moved here, and um, took a little time off and kind of thought about what I wanted to be able to do, and in the meantime came to understand that uh, the Episcopal Church in Connecticut was in need of retired clergy or clergy who were willing to work either quarter or part-time. Right. And uh, Holy Advent Church was in need of a quarter-time clergy person. Okay. And uh, interviewed with them, and they thought we were a pretty good match, and so I became their priest in charge as of February 1st of this year. Nice. So uh, I um, have been there and really loving it. Great folks, really enjoy them a tremendous amount, and uh, they are having a good time together.
0: Now you are only, you're only here, you're only at the church...
1: Uh, quarter time, quarter time, so, yeah. so 10 to 12 hours a week total, okay. yep. uh, only two Sundays a month. So the two Sundays a month that I'm there are the second and fourth Sunday of gotcha. the month, when we celebrate the Holy Eucharist and mm-hmm. looks like a traditional church service, and then the first and third Sundays and the occasional fifth Sunday of a month, um, are led by laity, and it's a service called Morning Prayer. Okay. And Morning Prayer is a very traditional uh, service which appears in our Book of Worship, which is called the Book of Common Prayer. Okay. And uh, it's, it's a collection of surprise, a lot of different prayers yeah. um, for all different uh, uh, issues um, and all, um, and it uh, and, and includes sermon and uh, it's, a, it's a very lovely service, so it has hymns and a sermon and just a lot of prayers. <clears throat> wow, me. very
0: nice. Yeah. And typically when you are in for service, how long does the service usually last?
1: About an hour, Okay. just about an hour, sometimes five minutes or so over. Okay. Depending, um, it depends. It depends on uh, how long the sermon is, yep. or um, I, I also do a thing called um, an Episcopal minute, and what I'm trying to do during that time, and that comes in in the midway point in the service during our uh, when we do our announcements and our welcome. Yep, and it's an opportunity to help people understand our tradition better. Mm-hmm. So. Um, Sometimes it definitely takes more than a minute, right. um, but sometimes it may, may even take five minutes. Oh, boy. So, uh, But trying to explain something that's really integral to who we are um, so that when somebody says, well, you remember the Episcopal Church, what does that mean in terms of the Eucharist? Or right. what are your thoughts on baptism or confirmation or any of that sort of thing? Or, or what are your stands on the social issues of the day? Right. These are the sorts of things that I'm, I'm trying to... Help the folks in the congregation get to become more familiar with, so they can feel comfortable when asked that those
0: questions. Exactly. And what are some of the answers that you've you've heard? I'm sure.
1: Well, that well, the, the the answers you know are, are are pretty much what the stands of the church are. And right. for instance, the Episcopal Church um, has a very long history involved in uh, creation care, mm-hmm. um, climate control. We had uh, people at. Uh, in in Egypt last month. Um, Really? Yes, we had 19 observers and and participants in the uh, the climate talks. Um, So we've been very involved in that. I'm trying to think of, of, of the big ticket issues that have come up. Of course, um, you know, understanding what our stands are on other social issues um, that have have you know, certainly come up, abortion, divorce. Uh, you know, I think anything that, that we can think of that uh, can be construed either as as hot button issues or just general part of our you know lives. Um, so, uh, those are the sorts of things I want people to understand what our stand is, because I think, A, it helps to be informed, but B, um, you may find that maybe it does not align with your own personal belief system, Mm -hmm. um, and uh, so that you either would want to be able to find a way that you can be comfortable with that, or perhaps maybe find that it's not the tradition for you and that you would want to be um, someplace other.
0: Absolutely, Um, and what can people expect when they actually come to services at at the church
1: well i think one of the things which i'm, I'm very thrilled about now is um, we have a new director of music alexander Strauss fausto um, alex is 22 years old and has already played in major cathedrals around the world he started as a pianist at the age of four really organ at eight <clears throat> and as, he, as i said he's 22 He's now a candidate for a master in um, organ performance at Yale University's Institute of Sacred Music, um, and wow. he is he is just an outstanding, outstanding organist uh, really? who will delight you with not only um, his expertise but his passion. Yeah. Um, he, he, uh, He really draws you in in a a glorious way. Uh, Twelve of us from the congregation went down to Yale last month, to Woolsey Hall, to hear him in recital. Mm -hmm. It was spectacular. So that's one of the things. So you'll you'll hear really elevated music, um, somebody with with great talent. Um, You will hear some very meaningful prayers. I think the Book of Common Prayer, which is first written, yeah, 1549 okay. uh, has gone through sev- several iterations since then. But it's a very thoughtful and thought-provoking uh, collection of, of prayers um, that I think bring out the best in us and also help us, I think, to best form our way, our avenue to um, whatever it is that we want to call God. Um, right our Creator, and uh, help us understand our relationship with God. Um, You'll also, I'd like to think, hear a a pretty decent sermon. Um, And you'll sing some some pretty wonderful hymns. So I think that's uh, pretty much a distillation of what you would get in the hour.
0: And for those of my viewers and listeners that don't know, the first time you and I met, we met at the church. Mm -hmm that is an absolutely beautiful building it is indeed it is it is indeed small but it's beautiful very small i've been by i've lived in town for a lot of years i've walked by it but until you and i met i've never been in it i've walked by it i've been in back where the food pantry used to drop off when they used Mm -hmm. to drop off there but i've never been in it until when you and i met it is absolutely it's tiny, but it's nice. It is. It's, it's an home. architectural gem. It, yeah. it is,
1: and it's it. Uh, you really get the sense of you know Clinton being on the water. You get a sense of that. You get that. You get a sense of the sea. Absolutely. Uh, not just in in its design, but certainly in its stained glass. It's 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 really a, just a lovely little place. It is. It but is. lots of parking and parking lots. That's and right. We've got that's lots right. Of that's space. right. We got. That's right. We got all sorts all sorts yeah, so uh,
0: of parking. Yeah. But from what I understand. We have events coming up. We have we have a couple of really well, wonderful events coming up. What, what's going on? Talk to me. Well, both
1: of them are going to be on December 11th. <clears throat> Aside from the usual service that's at 10 o'clock that morning, uh-huh. uh, at 2 o'clock that afternoon, we are going to have a service that's called Blue Holidays. Okay. And Blue Holidays, excuse me, <coughs> is a uh, service for folks for whom the holiday season is not... Cheery and bright and filled with joy, ah. um, and it's it's, it's it's a recognition and acknowledgement um, that the the big D's are you know quite often um, at play: despair, desperation, depression, uh, divorce, death. I mean, really, the things that happen in life right. um, to. Create a situation that, for people looking at bright lights and happy smiles, it's not so great no. for them. And so, this service is a half-hour-long service
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, that is non-denominational. Gotcha. You do not have to be a person of faith to be there. Right. Um, so you don't. You may not even be a believer. Right. But it's a good opportunity to be with other people, mm-hmm. um, to have have that chance to. Share that sense of, um, I I don't wanna say sadness necessarily, but that you're not all tied up in in great moments of joy. Okay, sure. And uh, it's a chance for people to be able to, I was gonna say, lay that burden down and um, be able to leave it there Mm -hmm. and and go back out um, into a bustling world, you know, at the end of the day, exactly. And that's at two o'clock. Yep. Then at five o'clock, um, we are going to do the traditional lessons and carols. And lessons and carols is something that is based on a program that began, in, excuse me, uh, 1918 Kay. at King's College at uh, Cambridge University in England. Mm-hmm. Um, the chaplain. Um, there, wanted to do something a little different than the usual worship service, and came up with this notion of nine pieces of Scripture and nine carols or hymns for the season Ah. um, that dovetail together, and uh, it's done in candlelight. And it's just a beautiful service where the first thing you'll hear a a reading, and then it's followed by a carol or a hymn, and then another reading, a carol or a hymn. the music is glorious. I mean, it's seasonal music. It's it's all those wonderful hymns or carols that people like to sing this time of year. All right. So the good news about that is, um, it's open to the public. Okay. Doesn't cost anything. Again, lots of ample parking. Yep. But you'll hear Alex play the play the organ in all this. This is great for singers, for anybody who loves to sing, but doesn't have any kind of affiliation and isn't particularly interested in joining a church necessarily, right. but wants to come and have an opportunity to sing, um, and hear some scripture. This is for them. This is really? this is where they should be. Five o'clock on uh, December 11th. Wow. So it's it's really it's an interesting thing that at two o'clock is a, a really kind of low key quiet, introspective service, and then at 5 o'clock, it's, you know, joyful and joy-filled. So uh, we kind of cover the whole gamut of emotions on that day. So the
0: 2 o'clock service is probably going to be a couple hours?
1: No, the 2 o'clock service is 30-minute only. Wow. It, um, All it, right. It, 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 it's it's really not meant to make people feel really worn down by mm-hmm. what they're already feeling, but uh, it's the opportunity to um, as I said, be able to uh, lay the burden down. And how they'll do that is when they come in, Mm -hmm. um, people will be handed a three-by-five index card and a pen and asked to either write down the name of of someone whom they may be grieving, who's died, um, or maybe a loss of a different kind. Maybe it's a loss of a job or a loss of a dream. Right. Um, You know, something that didn't happen that they'd they'd hoped for. AND uh, THEY DON'T HAVE TO SIGN IT OR, or A WISH of, OF SOME KIND. AND THEN THEY'LL PUT THAT IN A BASKET AND THEN WE'LL DO A SERVICE AND THE SERVICE HAS PRAYERS AND some, A LITANY AND A REFLECTION. AND AT THE END OF THE SERVICE, um, THE BASKET WILL BE BROUGHT FORWARD. THE FRONT OF THE CHURCH WILL HAVE A BUNCH OF CANDLES, um, mm-hmm. ONE FOR EVERY CARD THAT THERE IS IN THAT BASKET. AND IS THAT PETITION OR thought is read Um, it will be a candle will be lit and that's the end of the service wow Uh, so that's really a a very i think a a very private intimate um i think a a peaceful and peace-filled service for folks who um, are, are needing a chance to have some a respite from what's going on outdoors
0: Mr. Carol, do you mind sticking around for another segment? Sure. All right, we'll be right back. As you scroll through your social media feed, you often see items for sale from a small business. Sometimes the business even claims to support a charity to try to get you to order, or they offer a free trial. BBB Scam Tracker regularly receives reports of people paying for items that they never received, getting charged monthly for a free trial they never signed up for, or receiving an item that is counterfeit or much different from the one advertised. Online purchase scams were the most common con in 2021. Do your homework and research the company before ordering. Check out the business profile on bbb.org where you can read the reviews and complaints. For more holiday tips from Better Business Bureau, go to bbb.org slash holiday. Welcome back to this week's edition of the Pete Mazzetti Show. I'm Pete Mazzetti sitting here with Pastor Carol from Holy Advent Church. Master Carol, welcome back. Thank you, Pete. You're welcome. All right, so we talked about... You guys have exciting events coming up. Yes. We talked about one. Mm-hmm. I think there's another one on the same day. But yeah, and that, Let's talk about it. Yep, yeah, so,
1: so Lessons and Carols, as, as I was, uh, briefly mentioned before, is uh, something that started in 1918 in no. England, and uh, by 1930... Um, It started playing on, uh, from BBC America, but through here in the United States. And uh, you can hear it on Public Radio uh, Minnesota on, uh, I can't remember when it's gonna be, uh, probably on Christmas Day, in in this case. Um, But it happens every year, and um, it's really just a lovely opportunity to hear some really good scripture, um, and to sing um, these wonderful hymns, and as I mentioned before, to hear pretty glorious organist, uh, yeah. you know, be able to um, show show his tremendous talent. Uh, and, but again, an opportunity for people who love to sing. And I'm sure that out in the communities, there are folks who love to sing, who've not been in church right. in the last couple of years, right. you know, first with the pandemic, and even now, the, even though it's an, in the endemic stage, mm-hmm. there are people still who haven't gone back to church or haven't found a church or, um, maybe just want a one-off opportunity to right. come in and and sing and they aren't going to go and, and sing carols door-to-door or aren't yeah, uh, right. you know, or, or, or going to make a, a Messiah sing-along, right? Um, we really would love to have them come join us um, that day. That would be glorious. And, you know, again, no cost, lots of parking, and um, if it's just that you want to do it the once, that's great, but if you want to come and sing any other time, um, we are trying to reconstitute our choir our choir okay. uh suffered during covid mm-hmm. um and um, <clears throat> kind of fell away and once we came back in um the choir did not uh, uh-huh. but now with the muse- new music director right. hoping that uh, those who um used to sing will find an interest in doing that again and maybe new people who just want to sing and uh, but are willing to sit through a church service, we'd, we'd love to have them come, too.
0: So tell us a little bit about your organist. I hear he's wonderful.
1: He is. So, so um, Alex is actually... What's very interesting about him, as I mentioned before, he's 22 years old. Um, He's he's from Canada, he's he's from Toronto. Really? Yep, he graduated from McGill with honors um, in organ performance and came to the States to study at Yale. Okay. Um, And uh, he's going to be doing concerts throughout the United States uh, over the next year. And I think he also has some more concerts lined up for Europe. Wow. Um, So pretty impressive for 22. I'll tell you, when I was 22, I was lucky if I could, you know, Right, write a sentence. I, no, yeah, right, I'm kidding. Exactly. Exactly. No, but I, I I I kid. But it's just extraordinary to see somebody with that much talent um, so young. Uh, so uh, I'm I'm hoping that uh, he will enjoy his, his years with us while he's right. studying. He'll he'll be with us, and so far, um, congregation just loves him. Yeah. And uh, I'm I'm I'd, I'd really love it if more people in the community could, could come and hear him. Right. Um, because it's an extraordinary find. Yeah. yeah. What other types of events do we have? Well, coming up, I would hope, you know, during after the first of the year, mm-hmm. as we all know, you hit the winter doldrums. Yeah, yeah. And it also yep. is is that time leading up to Lent, and it's it's kind of a quiet time. And uh, I, I'm hoping um, that what I'm trying to do is I've created a thing called Food for Thought. Okay. And uh, Food for what Thought is, is an occasional offering for me about thought-provoking um, or, uh, items of, of issues of, of a spiritual nature, okay. and so I'm going to present to them either uh, the ability to do a reading together. We can do, in essence, a book club, but it'll okay. be of, of contemporary theologians mm-hmm. um, and, and different ones, and read a book by by each one of them, um, and the way I'd start that out is by presenting a quotation. For instance, yep. um, there was a woman named Rachel Held Evans, who unfortunately died in 2019 at the age of 37, certainly much too young, a uh, contemporary theologian, Christian author, and um, she, she says the following, um, if I may. Sure, please. I quote, uh, The gospel doesn't need a coalition devoted to keeping the wrong people out. It needs a family of sinners saved by grace, committed to tearing down the walls, THROWING OPEN THE DOORS AND SHOUTING, WELCOME. THERE'S BREAD AND WINE. COME EAT WITH US AND TALK. THIS ISN'T A KINGDOM FOR THE WORTHY. IT'S A KINGDOM FOR THE HUNGRY." SO BY PUTTING THAT QUOTATION OUT THERE, I WANT PEOPLE TO START THINKING ABOUT WHAT THAT SAYS, ABOUT THE NATURE OF WHO WE ARE IN A COMMUNITY OF A CHURCH, AND HOPEFULLY INSPIRE PEOPLE TO WANT TO DO MORE. AND WE'RE GOING TO um, READ ONE OF HER BOOKS, I think is our first one out of the gate. Okay. So that would be during Epiphany. So shortly, right after Christmas. Mm-hmm. And then there's, um, you know, other things here um, that are I put down an alternative confession and an alternative creed, affirmation of faith. Now within my tradition, we say the Nicene Creed on Sunday, which, you know, is, is an affirmation of faith. Right. Um, <clears throat> but I've given given people a couple other options that are I'm going to say probably not only thought provoking, they may even be kind of maddening in some ways. Okay, like um well, you know, that, that uh or or well the the one that I think would be maddening is probably a little too long to read. But here's here's an easy confession. Now I know we all all can, can do confession in, in in our different traditions. We each right. have a way in which we can make that happen. Right. And um I think sometimes um we don't think enough or deeply enough about what we may be burdened with within ourselves. So I like this confession, and it goes like this. We confess that we have sinned against you and one another. We have thought better of ourselves than others. We have told lies, said hurtful things, acted in ways we wish we could take back, and looked the other way when action was needed. We cannot live up to even our own values and ideals, but you make all things new. In your infinite compassion, set us free from the bondage of sin and shame, and lead us to the new life in Christ that you've prepared for us. Amen. Now, end quote. And, and again, I you know want to acknowledge right up front right. that when in saying this, I mean, this is a decided Christian framework, and I don't, mean for this to say that I think this is the only way that people need to be thinking, right. or that the only way that God means for us to think. Right. This is the way in which I understand a path to God. Absolutely. And, and so, um, but I think for me to to be able to have this as opposed to the confession that we say generally in church every Sunday is a way for us to look at it in a more, in a more sharp focus. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's more intentional in its words. And I think Puts words sometimes where we may not be able to find the right thing, but when we can look at, you know, in ways we wished things we could take back or told lies, said hurtful things, thought better of ourselves than others. I think these are all part of the human nature um, and I think are helpful to help us find our way. Right. So, yeah.
0: we got some, We got some more time left, so what else do we want to enlighten well, people with?
1: Um, I, you know, I know that f- f- the food, food for all um, yep. was, was, was a great success this year. Oh, I know that, uh, you know, I, I think something close to... I think it was uh, 10,000 pounds of food overall, I think, is, is the number I was told. Um, and uh, you know, I, I think that anything that makes... that lifts a burden, that makes life easier for some mm-hmm. by providing, whether it's for a it's for food pantry or whether it's a soup kitchen, um, but fresh produce, oh, absolutely. Um, you know, that that has been lovingly tended mm-hmm, and nurtured, um, with people who feel that that's their ministry. I think it's always a glorious way to do things. And so I'm I'm very proud of the fact that you know Holy Advent has continued to make that space available for the community, and that 501c3 yep. makes things available for the community and the surrounding areas. Um, I know that Holly Richardson and, and her folks yep. have worked very hard um, to really make it a space um, that is not only one that's, you know, providing, as I said, healthy food, but it's attractive, mm-hmm. um, it's meaningful, right? and it has a lot of power in that meaning. So um, I think it's, it's,
0: it's pretty exciting. Stuff. And it's an absolutely beautiful garden if you haven't been, if you've never been by, just it is. It, walk a, in and drive in the parking lot and if it, keep going until you see it.
1: Right, and if, if not only to go at different times during the summer so you can watch when they first plant it, yeah, to absolutely. watch it growing and, and as, they're, you know, as they're picking, and, and to watch these boxes at the end of the day that are piled up so high and yeah. just filled with all this produce. Right.
0: It's pretty remarkable. Yeah, because then they after they pick it, they go, it goes directly to... Directly. The, Yep. it goes directly to it which, does. Which, which is a good thing yep absolutely it is. it's great absolutely we got it's a little great. bit more time left so what if people want more information on the church work and they go
1: okay so um, they they can um, go to our website okay uh, which is www.holyadventclinton.org um, okay uh, if they want to read a little bit about uh, Alex yep he is www.holyadventclinton.org. Alexander Strauss, all one word: S-T-R-A-U-S-F-A-U-S-T-O. So it's Straussfusto.com. Okay. And read all about him. Um, and on our homepage this week, if they want a little bit more information about the things that I've just told you about, right, it's all there. It's so all- uh, and pl- plus our services are there, and they can read about Alex also on on the music page on the website too. So. Uh, yeah, cool. And again, I, Pete, I'm just always so grateful for you thank making you time you. for us. It's uh, it it means a
0: lot. Well, thank you, Pastor Carol. Pastor, on behalf of Pastor Carol, on um, thank you, Carol, for some time. We'll see you again soon. You bet. You got it. Thanks, Pete. No problem. On behalf of Pastor Carol, I'm Pete Mazzetti. Thanks. Good night. We'll see you next time.